Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? and welcome to the panto yes he's behind you oh no he isn't oh god almighty yeah well yes this is what we've got to do today yes. the horns of naimon a load of old bull a load of um, old bull yes in, in in how many ways is it a load of old bulls i suppose you know? the, the question is is there any redeeming factors here it's it's all, it's weird isn't it because this did go out over the Christmas period, didn't it? So it, it feels like a panto. But it's also like Christmas. It's a reunion of many old friends of ours, isn't it? So so there's there's lots of people we've discussed before that that appear in this. Yes, including Yeah, like we see Serverland's walls. Serverland's walls are there. Yeah. Wall, yeah. We see the alien walls. Yes. We're old friends with them. We see the water cellar from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Yep. Yeah. It is. It, it is like a you know a variety show and guest starring yeah. this, that, and the it other. It is, and also like Christmas, of course. Uh, there's plenty of ham. Yes. Yeah, and uh, it's an old turkey. And it makes you feel a bit sick. For me, oh. yeah, you 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 enjoy it when it's on, but you feel a bit sick afterwards. Yes, you wish you hadn't done it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, this this oh, this story um, it receives a drubbing from fans, doesn't yes, it? Yes. This is generally I, I this is generally considered to be. I think the nadir of of seventies who isn't it? Mm. This is the low point. I don't. I, I. I both. This is such a weird story for me. I both agree that this is abysmal rubbish and an embarrassment for a major corporation to put out. But I also absolutely love it. Mm. I do, it's such. A, I mean, you know me. I love my cheesy films. Um, I'm a big Godzilla fan. I, you know, Mystery Science Theater is my. Uh, is my favourite, and but this, by all, by all sensible or impartial accounts, other than Lal Award, everything is is utter shite. It isn't is, it? isn't it? It, it yeah. most certainly is, and and a lot of the you know things wrong with it, like yeah. like the Toms uh, going. Uh, you, you know, OTT, all those little Tom silly scenes. Yep. If there had just been one in the whole story, yeah. I yeah. think people would be all right. But there's just too much. There's too much silliness. There's too much shite, as you say. Yeah. If, if, if you, that was scaled yeah, if, down a bit. Yeah, if this was, if this was like, you're right, any one element and the rest was good mm. or even it would be serious, all right, wouldn't it? you could go, oh, that's that's interesting, Tom's playing against type, which he has done before. Or you could go, oh, that's interesting, they've got an obviously rubbish monster, but the rest of the story looks good, so this must be a conscious decision. Or the villain's a bit OTT, but everything is everything yeah. is lined up against this episode. Um, it's, yep. it's a strange old beast. And it's weird to think this is... The, the next story to be broadcast was The Leisure Hive. Yes, but it wasn't meant to be though. No, and, and, no, and they're in. Yeah, yeah. Liza, yeah. 
Yeah, we'll talk about that when, when, when we reach behind the scenes. But watching it for this podcast, I've come to the decision, the way that I can enjoy this more is to look upon it as a spoof Doctor Who story in the in, in the way of if, if if I watch Horns of Nymon and thinking this is a crackerjack send up and you've got Don McLean yeah. playing the Doctor, yes. this would fit in Crackerjack totally. You know, wouldn't I, it? I actually in my notes I've put that I said this this is so reminiscent of Crackerjack. Yep, uh, Crackerjack. Um, yeah, it's 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 so. It's, we, I suppose before we get started, what? You you had given up on who at this point, hadn't you? Yeah, I whenever yeah, I, I saw, had, yeah, yeah I, I, but, but because these things were coming out pretty much in the weekly, yeah. the time that they read. So when a story came up, I would look at a photo and go, well, I don't know about that. But I think I saw a photo of the Nymon, and I think I I started it, but I don't think I lasted very long. That initial 1979 viewing. Oh, so you actually you actually did try and watch it. I did try and watch it, but this is also the time when I was at college, and every Monday, that Star Trek fan who yeah. reckoned Doctor Who was rubbish will have seen it, and, oh, did you see it? Saturday night then, a a, and it was just more ammunition. I, Things like this is more ammunition to yeah. him. Do you think that if he had done that to you on this one, you'd have gone up, shook your hand, and said, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I've, I've I, misjudged I give up. all this time. Yeah. <laughs> you win. Yeah. Um, this, yeah, it, this is such a... A strange period for Doctor Who, isn't it? This is so we we had the the sublime Philip Hinchcliffe years, and then he was swapped with uh, um, Graham Williams. Graham Williams from Tar was it Target? I think yes, one of I those detective shows. So they swapped him over because they'd had you know there'd been a lot of complaints, mainly from the Mary Whitehouse. Uh, not the experience, not they weren't complaining, <laughs> but the Mary Whitehouse uh, Viewers and Listeners Association of church-going nutjobs. Um, they, they'd complained a lot, and so th- they thought that the only way to take out, to replace the violence was to replace it with humour. Mm. Um, and with that with that in mind, they gave it to Graham Williams, who, I mean, he, he uh, had a sort of a horrendous end to his life, but I don't think it was a great certainly not a great producer for Doctor Who and as much as I absolutely adore and think he's a genius Douglas Adams was a terrible terrible choice of script editor mm. for Doctor Who and you can see you, in this story you can you could bookend the parts in almost red crayon while watching it that Douglas Adams has added in mm. there's quite a few Adams moments and they jar horribly and I think what Douglas Adams himself in interviews said that the trouble was that people assumed that he was a comedy writer, therefore they played the stuff as if it's comedy, which mm. is a, a, the death knell to humour like Douglas Adams does. He doesn't write comedy, <coughs> he, he writes situational stuff. And to play it as ah, ah, wretched mm. scum wee, 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 type is, is wrong, and it so this whole so we had one season of Graham Williams that had been planned, written, done by the old production team. So it sort of holds up. You go, and then we've got one full season of pure Graham Williams, and it's rubbish. 
Mm. But also um, running alongside that, you've got Tom's megalomania. Yes, had kicked yeah, this, in this, and yeah, this features into it as well. Yeah, you're, you're I think right. I think Philip Hinchcliffe, you know, um, had the bottle to stand up to him, and I think Tom yep. respected him more. Whereas Graham Williams, for whatever reason, I think Tom was running rough shot over him. Well, well there was a, so Philip Hinchcliffe. Yeah, I think I think Tom Baker respected Philip Hinchcliffe. And he certainly respected uh, Robert Holmes. And so they kept a tight rein on him, which was really good because he's, he's a good actor when he wants to be. But unfortunately, when left to run riot, and um, evidently he, he did declare an ultimatum to say that, uh, you know, I get my way or I go. And the BBC didn't back Graham Williams on that. So mm. Graham Williams took it to the BBC higher ups and they said, oh, no, 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 no. You know, you this, keep him happy. You keep him, yeah, keep him happy. So I think at that point you've got someone that's already reached slight megalomania style. Someone that, by his own account, was a bit bored with the show, mm. uh, and then to be told, "Whatever you do, we're backing you." Yeah, recipe for disaster. It all and goes I, into the pot, yeah, doesn't it? It all goes into the pot. It's, it's. There, there's there's a reason that um, you know it, it's so variable when you when you're producing TV or film. There's so many things that can colour how it turns out, and I think this, unfortunately, at the moment, Doctor Who in this period in time had everything going against it, including its main star. I mean, it, it, it's absolutely shocking to watch this. I mean. I, I do enjoy Tom Baker, but he is embarrassing in this. He, mm-hmm. that it, you get the feeling that people should have been sacked, that this, that money was spent on this, this nonsense. Um, the only person in it that's putting any effort in at all is Lala Ward. Yep, and you've she's got, taking I, it dead I, serious, yeah, isn't she? And I, I got to salute her. I, I, I didn't. I don't think I really appreciated her takers, Romana. I didn't sort of then. Effort. No, but now you can appreciate she was a, a brilliant actress and a, a, she's a really, really intelligent person. And what? I know a lot of fans are sort of, they go, oh, we don't like Lala Ward because she, she says Tom Baker was rubbish. I'm sorry, he was rubbish at this mm. point. Yeah. He, it was utter dross. I mean, in this, I think it's part three, when she goes to that planet, she goes in that giant That's the best sequence, yeah. She's basically the doctor. Yeah, that, well, that, ta- that they should be the doctor's role yeah. and the doctor's lines. Yeah, well, she takes over as the doctor in this yeah, story. Yeah, that's what I mean. She? Yeah, and she gets while, all the while Tom's prattling lines. around. Yeah, and mm. I mean, <coughs> should we should we go into it bit by bit? <laughs> all right, well, let's get started <laughs> yeah. because all right, well, let's go because it opens with a very, 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 very t- tomorrow people scene where you've got a, a, a spaceship which is all blocky and featureless on yes. video. I yeah, mean, that spa- could have come this- straight out of Tomorrow, tomorrow yeah, People. So this is a, a tiny little model mm-hmm. filmed too close and filmed on video. So it poor thing didn't really stand a chance. Not and then if you, add, if you add in the fact that it's not even a well-made model, no. there's no detail to it. No. Um, it's just and, blocks, yeah, isn't it? It's just blocks, yeah. Yeah. But it's very busy inside. That <coughs> cockpit is a lot busier than a lot of cockpits we see in Doctor Who. Last week, you know, it yep. was uh, the the cockpits in um, in Frontier in Space, which is a couple of chairs on crates yeah, and, exactly. and a bit of wood. This is, the, the sets in this, while, I mean, you can see that the budget is not there. The, 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 this, that's an also enough, that's another factor. I don't think it's the 
it's not the fact of that a lot of a lot of fans will go oh the budget was slashed therefore this is why it's like this no sorry it doesn't work like that you can tell that the budget has been slashed but this has been the sets hats off to whoever's done the sets the sets are look really good and they work so this is a spaceship set that part of the set is on a gimbal. I mean, yeah. this is unheard of for Doc. Normally, you wobble the camera. You know, you don't move the set. This is a set that has a moving part. Um, this set, yeah, you know, it's meant to be the cockpit. It don't look yes. like a cockpit, but no. it it was reminding me in Alien when Brett and Parker are trying to fix the engine and they're down in the engine room. Yes, this yeah. looks like this could be the Nostromo's engine room. Yeah, it definitely is, could be. Yeah, I, I quite like. I say I like the sets. The, the lighting is not bad in this story either they do uh, uh, sort of dim the lights at times and it really helps you imagine if this had all been done in dim dark unfortunately it's yeah. not though is it it's not no. um what we can, what's really really sort of weird on this is is the costume designer is the lovely june hudson on this mm-hmm. and the costumes are not good no um the, especially the their hats <laughs> Yeah, this is a captain and co-pilot, and we're led to believe this is yeah. what you wear when you fly this, a spaceship. Yeah, this feels like... Do you remember when the Generation Gamers used to do little playlets? And the, oh, yeah, and you've the got amateur, to put a hat The mum and dad had to come in and say their lines and put a hat. This what reminds me. It's like this co-pilot could be a contestant on, you know, this is Uncle, Uncle Terry yeah. on the Generation game. Just off screen is Bruce Forsyth saying, come on, come on, no, put, put, put some effort into it. Yeah. Say your lines, yeah. Um, He's he's awful, isn't he? We meet the he's, co-pilot and the pilot. The pilot, of course, oh, who is really good. Seller. He's is, really good, yeah. Is the water seller. And what yeah. I remember you being surprised, because I was surprised yep. when, we have to say, the water seller from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, the guy on the bike who tries selling yeah. Mel Gibson water at the beginning of that film. Yeah, H2O. H2O, yeah, that's my go. Yeah. Um, yeah, he is the captain, the short, yes. sh- yeah. sh- shortly to be doomed to be deceased yeah and when you know it's him yes yes it's him why did we never spot this yeah how did i miss this it's so obvious um he's not got his three-wheel trike with him which is a shame and he's Uh, wearing a crappy hat i think if he wasn't wearing the crappy hat if he had an umbrella hat like in beyond thunderdome but isn't he good he's he's again he's he's one of the few that's taken it seriously yes um i i'd love to i'd love to have been on on the the read-throughs for this this particular story and see what direction these guys were given because the co-pilot is already at like nine on the camp meter isn't the he? co-pilot yeah. is a massive problem i've got with this yeah. because he just gets on my tits yeah. so, excuse the language but he, he j- the whole weakling scum thing is like you know fingers down a blackboard for me yeah. he is now, terrible yeah i think i i might be wrong here but i think that smacks to me of douglas adams so I think what, the Douglas weakling Ad- scum? Yeah, I think, because it's very like the Vogon and their shouting thing, but I think it's been played wrong. So I think this is Douglas Adams doing the repetition gag, which mm. in itself, this this is what's so annoying. The whole, the whole sort of script and the story should work. They're really good. It's a clever story. Um, and this bit, if it was, I mean, you can imagine if this was done a la Hitchhikers, so not screamed in a panto style by a man mm. with a plastic crash helmet on. Um, I think that's that's quite a that's quite a sort of well known repetition gag. And I, it it got me one time where he says it. So he's about the fifth time he says it, and I actually smirked. It was like, okay, okay, I can I can see what they aimed at here. It doesn't work though. No. Um, 
because he's playing it in such a uh, I, I'm a bad person. It's pantomime, pantomime. Yeah, yeah, it is pantomime. This is we what are... somebody says <laughs> up on a stage when yeah. you're ten, watching a panto, and the bad guy comes in and says to the people in the dungeon, "Weakling scum." That's exactly yeah. the delivery you get give in panto. Yeah, it's it's the delivery that in panto when you address the audience. Yes, uh, yeah. weakling scum to the audience, and when you come in, that's your catchphrase, and it'll get a tetter every time, yeah, and it'll but... work in panto, but it won't. In this, work, if he yeah. just muttered it under his breath, yeah. that would be a lot better, you know. Yeah, he. Um, yeah, I say he's al- he's already up to nine on the overplaying meter. Yes. And this is the first scene. Yes. And it- unfortunately, because ev- because all the main characters other than Romana are overplaying their hand here, the the the. Uh, what are they? A- Athens? A- where were they from? The prisoners. Uh-huh. Anith, well, Anith, Anethians, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah, they, they've been anethanatized, haven't they, really? They're, yeah. so, <laughs> they're so wooden and bland. And I did oh, see um, little, little um, uh, Blue Peter woman there. Uh, yeah, so, Janet uh, Ellis. Janet Ellis, yeah. Sophie Ellis Bexter's mum. Yes. Um, yeah, she's not an actress, is she? No, and nor it's, Seth. You know, Seth, um, Seth is the, as the, the as hero, and all those people yeah. in the background. I mean, yeah. because these are the cargo, aren't they? The, yes. The, this yeah. is the car- them and some crystals, bloody yeah. well, crystals. This, this is this is again sort of the let's reuse Greek mythology, and I think I think it sort of works because you don't need to know that this is. I mean, they they sort of hammer it home at the end, but they you don't need to know. They disguise this just enough that. You you don't need really to go. Oh, it's it's. I see. It's Greek. It's a Greek myth. Blah blah blah. So that yeah, this is these these are the sacrifices. Um, they've also got crystals. I recognise that bloody crystal from somewhere as well. I, it's, I'm, it's not the yeah. Metabelius three one, is it? No, I don't think so. I've seen it in a machine. Oh right. I've seen it in a machine on Doc Two somewhere, and I don't know if it's Robots of Death or something. But that crystal, the hero crystal, is definitely a reused prop. Oh, okay. All nice right. domes there. I wanted to set those <laughs> Could use them for a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. So, so um, that we sort of we start to set up the story, don't we? That that the the depending on what scene you're in, the skonos or the oh, what else did they call it? Um, they call it two different names. Don't they? The you've, skon- got, yeah. you've got skonos yeah. and skonons. Skonons, yeah. Skonons, yeah. Yeah. But sometimes they say the Skonos Empire, and sometimes they say the Skonon Empire. Yes. And so well, it's one or the other. Yeah. I I saw you know just just the spelling of Nymon changed all over the script as yes. well. So I'm yeah. not surprised. I'm not surprised. Yeah. And this is because it's Nossos, isn't it? It's the island. Of That's Nossos. right. Yeah, yeah. We've got all this Skonos yeah. is Nossos. Yeah. The Athenians yeah. are upgraded. And, yeah. And yeah, the yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So the. The the. The, the plot is being set up. So this is a, uh, a broken down empire that was once the scourge of the galaxy mm. um, that is, is fallen on hard times. This is the best they've got at the moment, isn't it? These two <laughs> wily old characters. Mm. Um, yeah, so then, then we're introduced to the TARDIS crew, aren't we? No, no, no. Just before it, we see the TARDIS, they, we, the, yeah, the co-pilot decides to speed up the ship. Oh, that, that's it. Against yes, the yeah. captain's uh, uh, advice, and that's when we have the explosions on board. Yes, the co- the captain seems to be playing it slightly as that he's a bit senile, doesn't he? Because mm. I, 
again, it, this could work as a, a sarcastic sort of uh, the, the co-pilot wants to it, it's the old what could go wrong something goes wrong scene but again it's overplayed isn't it it's yeah. not it's not funny because it's played as funny yeah which is a weird contradiction Therefore, it's but not that's, funny. yeah exactly yeah yeah can, can you see like little kids liking this i don't know i don't know i think they're not stupid are they no no not and especially not yeah. back then um, but yeah, that's when we we've got the TARDIS. You, you yeah. know, the Doctor and K9 are making adjustments. Uh, that's to right. The yeah. console. And, and my God, isn't the TARDIS set knackered? Jeez. Well, it's in pieces, um, yeah. which doesn't help. You know, but it just everything looks tatty, doesn't and it? You can. So they they've that they've got the clear, the, the tra- semi-translucent roundels, but you can see the the bits of wood holding the setup behind it as shadows. It's so. Well, at the bottom, out. if you look in the background, at the bottom, when, you, when you're down on the ground with K9, two of the roundels, the half roundels yeah. where the wall meets the floor, are missing. Yeah. You can just see beyond into the next bit of the studio. Yeah, this, this is... Um, it, just, it just smacks of the total and utter lack of, of pride or care that yeah. anyone associated with the programme, other than Romana... Well, talking about Romana, (coughs) when she comes in, that there has been care taken because her red outfit is fabulous. Yeah, it's really good. That must have cost some money. Yeah, and um, it's nicely made, and it sort of it suits her so well. She, I mean, I've I've not got a bad word to say about Lala Ward in this show. No, she is she is a shining light of professionalism. Um, The the same can't be said of Tom. This is his first scene, and he's already gone into overacting mode yeah because we've got that silly what can possibly go wrong moment yeah and 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 then straight away here we go mouth to mouth to k9 yeah k9 is horrendous in this story yeah um i know it's it's it's, uh what was his name richard Brearley or something it well it wasn't no it's david isn't it it's david david Brearley. yeah yeah he's just not good is he he's not good as k9 no Um, the humour is is um, slapped on, and I use humour in sort of quotation marks. Uh, and yeah, and the second the second version within two scenes of the what could possibly go wrong, mm. it's gone wrong uh, yeah. with with comedy sound effects. Well, this this thing, you know, when we have the explosions going off right around Tom Baker. They look like big explosions to me, and I'm wondering if he had hacked off the effects bods well, and they possibly, were trying to yeah. get him. You yeah, know? trying to blow him up. Mm. Or mm. Is, it a, is it a case of he kept he, he was saying, make it bigger, make it bigger. Yeah, it could, be. Know, it could yeah. be that. Well, um, thankfully, we cut back to the ship, and that's when we find yes. out the captain, old Captain Watersell, is dead. What, um, what a strange thing that we're happy to go back to this pair, aren't we? Yeah, but... How bad uh, is it in the TARDIS? <laughs> And yeah, their their outfits, you know. Um, oh dear, I, it's. I'm not convinced that that's a captain and a co-pilot. I'm not convinced that that's a co-pilot, you know. Well, I I sort of think this is, this is prototype, Golga Frinchams, isn't it? This is mm. this is Douglas. This is the first inkling of Douglas Adams's idea that that what that you what's left is the useless part of society. Mm. And I think he's he's playing on the fact that all all that's left of the Skonos Empire. Is the useless parts? Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> which I say in in Hitchhiker's Guide works brilliantly as a joke. Here it's sort of it doesn't. It doesn't. No, no. 
I mean, um, he calls uh, Skonos, and yes, we, go we go down to Skonos. Look. Yeah, and we see, oh, you know, the, the guards. Boxes, yeah. Yes, the, the egg boxes. But then we see the guards with their strange shoulders yeah. and everything. What do you think of this outfit, this black outfit these guards not, and soldiers I'm wear? I'm not a fan. You can, if, if, especially on, like, um, the, the second in charge, you can see the way they built it. And it's 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 cheaply made but designed to look more expensive than it is and you can see it's 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 they're such basic costumes but they're they're sewn up in a way to make it look better but it it just doesn't work for me no it's too fancy isn't it yes yeah yeah Yeah, you this is where they would have been better off just going to the old supply cupboard i think yeah so that's when Soul Deed comes Soul in. Deed. First time we see oh, Soul Deed. I love Soul Deed. I like him. I mean, a yeah. lot of people... Graham Crowden is the main problem they've got with this yeah. story. But oh, God. No, he's, he's salmon it race, up. Mate. Yeah. yeah, he is very enjoyable in a panto yeah. way. Yeah, he's hamming it up, though. But other than... I mean, his final shot, which we'll get to. But other than that, I think he's hamming it up in the right way. Well, he's, he is he's unhinged, funny. isn't he? Yeah, and, yeah. and and funnily unhinged, yes. And I, I think him and his him and his um, second in command, uh, I forget his name. I, begins I with S. Yeah, they all begin with S. with S. They all begin with S. Yeah, that's strange. Um, yeah, did you know they, the, the, the Nyman's name is actually Simon? He's Simon. Is it Nyman. Simon and Nyman? Oh, yeah, he looks yeah. like Simon. He um, looked, <laughs> he, uh, horny Simon. Um, horny Simon Cow. Oh no, no, Simon. Simon, Simon, no, Simon no, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, carry on. Like, well, Simon Cowell's f- more full of bullshit, isn't he? So, yes, this um, is, yeah. <laughs> Told you there'd be a lot of bull in this. There was a lot of bull. Yeah, the, uh, I think, I think, I think he's playing Soldi really well. And he, he works really well with these guys. And I love the fact that this is, again, sort of Douglas Adams' idea that, that these people are incompetent and don't know what they're doing. But I love the fact he's playing it. So he's, he's playing it as the, I'm a genius, but then whenever anyone questions him, he like he doubts himself. Yes, I I, th- I think he's playing that he's playing this. Like I say, other than his last scene, I do have objections to that. He's playing this at pitch perfect level. I think for the for what it is, he is entertaining. He isn't is, he? yeah, he's yeah. he's thoroughly entertaining. You couldn't ask for anything more entertaining. No. Well, unfortunately, we go back to the TARDIS because the TARDIS is out of control and heading towards yeah. the spaceship. And we get this unfortunate close-up of the spaceship showing off the uh, airfix bombs and missiles. Yes. Um, just yeah, stuck cra- on the side there. The TARDIS crashes into it, doesn't it? And they do this by pointing the camera until it touches the model. Yeah, which it's is like, not good. Yeah, and we, we've, we've set, repeated endlessly. If you're going to do that, you need a big model. Yeah. You can't do it. I imagine this was probably what? 18 inches across yeah. tops. About that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm always surprised by the next bit. I mean, they've collided, but um, the Doctor extends a force beam yeah. from the door down to the airlock, something that you, you get a lot in New Who, but I always forget that there's yeah. actually uh, a precedent for it. Yeah, I, I must admit, I, w- I had forgotten. I thought, I wonder if this is the first the first inkling we get. I mean, I know in, in the Web Planet that the Zabi can't enter the TARDIS, but you get the feeling that's not so much a force barrier as it is no. that they the, the, yeah, the but we had, loses control. Yeah, but we had it in Dalek's master plan, didn't we, where Stephen was protected oh, by a, true. a yes, force right. bubble yeah. outside the TARDIS. So yeah. it's quite an old uh, idea, this. Yeah. I, I, I mean, unfortunately, it's let down by the visuals because, again, they do a close-up. I mean, why didn't they build, rather than use the door that's on the model, why didn't they build a bigger 
and money, I suppose, build a bigger door and use that. Because this is obviously, they're using the model close up, and that door is just a square of plasticard. Mm. It's, there's no detail on it whatsoever. No, no. They, 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 you get the impression a lot of this is rushed as well, for the model unit as well as everyone in the uh, studio. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you get the feeling this is very rushed. Yeah, so, yeah, the Doctor and uh, Romana, they, they go on board. They find the cargo, don't they? Um, yes. And Tom starts offering jelly babies around. Um, and, uh, yeah, we hear about Skonos, which is Nosos, and Athenians and that. And that's when the pilot enters and he orders the Doctor to check the controls yep. to try and get the ship back under control. And uh, we go back, we see Soldeed again, we see, we see more of Soldeed. I always think Soldeed, the way he's so pale, and the yeah. way he's almost, you know, uh, where he's dressed in black like that, he, the way he's dressed, he, if you look at a photo of him, without him going, you know, hamming it up, this is a state of decay look. Yeah, it's yeah, it? a very vampiric look, you're right. Um, yeah, he... It, this, this is, I do like these scenes where he's, he's basically, he's going, creeping along corridors going, Nyman! <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's... It is it, I. Yeah, it is I, soldier. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, and like we said, if, if he would have been the only funny character and the rest of it was serious, this would have been brilliant. This would yeah. have been like a classic. But it, unfortunately, he's not, he's not funny enough to salvage the whole thing. But yeah, he's he's going off to find the Nyman. Um, I do love as well that he keeps his uh, his magic staff thing that scepter yes, in yes. in like an in like an umbrella stand in his office. <laughs> I laughed at that. He is no 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 no. I do I like, like him. him yeah. I do like him. Yeah. Um, we've got silly scenes with K9 um, yep. covered in ticker tape. Um, yeah, that's why, a silly why... scene. Why is K9 talking as if his mouth's full? It's full of ticker tape, obviously. But what it's not... I mean, yeah, this this is the sort of... This is the childish nonsense humour mm. that doesn't work because you immediately question it, don't you? you like say, so you go, why, why? why is he... Yeah, it's... I imagine, again, this is something that was probably worked out in rehearsal between Tom Baker and that. This would be, so much funny of this. So much of this, you just know it's just Tom, and yeah. no one can go. Uh, Tom, can we do that yeah. again? That was a yeah. bit. That, that that that's a bit silly, because that, it's at that point the ship pulls away while he's back on the TARDIS yes. with K9. We get the reveal of the Nymon, which we'll talk about in a minute. But we yeah. get that that there's a planet, terrible. a really terrible yeah. planet, hurriedly coming yeah. towards the TARDIS, and episode one ends with Tom hugging. Yeah, K9. I've actually put in my notes terrible episode ending. It, it's, it, I think <laughs> it must be one of the worst ever. Yes. You know? I'd rather have the sudden close up into Colin Baker's face and someone going, no! Yeah. Every episode than this. It's just terrible. dire. No. It's it, it, And it gets worse in part two because, you know, they, they manage to uh, um, uh, get themselves out of the mess by spinning the TARDIS really fast <coughs> against the, the spinning planet, which is spinning yes. very fast. Um, and K-9 gets a rosette that the Doctor has just where, produced out of yeah, nowhere. He, well, he's got in his hand, ready. Yes. Nonsense. But where did that come from? Yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, there's, there's something to be said for the character not taking things seriously, but when the production crew are not taking it seriously. So, wait, where did he get that rosette from? 
where you know it's that we're we're into the realms. We're in, yeah, we are into the realms of Crackerjack. Mm. It is. This is a spoof. This is what yeah. you'd get in a spoof. A silly, silly spoof. Yeah. All right. Well, Soul Deed finally meets the Nymon at that yes. point. You dare to speak to me of failure? Be mindful of the terms of the pact, Soul Deed. I am Lord Nymon. Be mindful of what you have undertaken to perform. The tributes must be brought before me. They will be Lord Nymon. There can be no stumbling in the great journey of life. Indeed not, Lord Nymon. We shall trace the ship. It is just possible the Anethans have attacked her to rescue the prisoners. And what have you done to exact vengeance and reparation for such a deed? Nothing as yet, Lord Nymon. I came to you as soon as I heard the news. You are idle, Soldeed. Neglectful of your undertakings. Uh, no, Lord Nymon. We have very nearly fulfilled our half of the contract. <clears throat> the condition of our ships makes it difficult for us to attack Aneth. If you would advance us a little of that technology you have promised us... We could complete our agreement and claim reparation from Aneth for both of us. No, Soldeed. The terms of our agreement are very clear. You are buying from me the power to conquer a galaxy. I will be paid in full. But, Lord Nymon... In full. Oh, um, Nymon. The Nymon. Um, and the Nymon wants his tributes brought before him. Are we are we going to discuss the Nymon or uh, keep him to it? No, no, no. Let's talk about him now because okay. there he is and we're getting dialogue. And I don't mind the voice of the Nymon. No, the voice is all right. But when you see him, all you can think of is, do you want to be in my gang, my gang? It's the Gary Glitter of monsters. Oh, oh. Well, Gary Glitter was a monster, to be fair. Yeah. Um, it's, it, I, I just, the, what, what were they hoping for? Now, I, I, I've sort of... I know a little bit about the background of the Nymon, and I know that the original idea was that they, they weren't heads, they were meant to be helmets. Uh, but evidently, June Hudson spent an absolute fortune, almost all of her budget, on special material that photographed as a special type of material for the Nymon heads. They looked like shit. They looked like crinkled... Uh, paper mache. Paper mache. What's also weird, and I've never noticed it before, is their face is a flaccid cock and balls. <laughs> I can't a, say I've noticed yeah. that. I've got to go and have I, a look. Yeah, have a look. It's unbelievable. And it sort of sums up the Nyman. Um, can you imagine if this would have been like um, uh, the mammoth minotaur from Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger? Yes, that oh, would have been this good. This story, darkened corridors, just this clanking, ching, ching, ching. Good Without Lord, you're right. Yeah. You're Wouldn't absolutely right. I've just Google yeah. imaged Nymon. and that, cock and balls, isn't it? That is cock and balls at rest. Yeah, yeah. Unless you look at the photo upside down, you know. Oh, my. I've, why have I never seen that before? Yeah. He's a flaccid cock. <gasps> Good. It's grief. amazing, isn't it? 
How did they get away with that? It's I've so never obvious. seen that before, but I can't unsee that now. Thank you very Sorry, much. Sorry, I've, I've ruined it for you. Sorry. Well, I was going to say, in a Were photo... Were you going to cosplay him? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I did Gorindon. He was almost yeah. like that, wasn't he? Yeah, in a, yeah, he, well, yeah, he's got a bit of a, a cockiness about him. Um, yeah, in a photo, in a black and white photo that's grainy, and you're reading it in a darkened library or something. And you can't yeah, see it, the phallus. Yeah, you can't see it. Yeah, you you sort of go, oh, okay, I'd like to see that. Move, no, I wouldn't. Ah, it's a cock coming towards me. Um, it's it's terrible. I mean, I, I, his he's let's describe it then. So from his feet to his head. So he's wearing huge platforms that the the I, I use the word in inverted commas. The actor obviously isn't used to because he I teeters about i think they got them from the glitter gang the glitter yeah, gang left some did, behind yeah. in the top of the pops dressing yeah. room that's where they've come from do you yeah, think all right this, do, you, do you think that they went we need a we need a costume for the new monster and they went into gary glitter's old dressing room after top of the pops and the nyman outfit was just there that's oh, no 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 we're going we're going down yeah. a very dark path there no 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 dark. bring it back bring it back right so back. above above yeah. those boots <laughs> yes, we have the leotard yeah, so he's wearing he's wearing a, a skin tight sort of all over body stocking, but weirdly with muscular padding underneath. Yes, that that reminds me very much of a, a, a Vic Reeves style character, you mm-hmm. know, where they would ju- where they would put tights on and just stuff bits of old polystyrene. Yes, and it's meant to be jarring, and and this is you, you, and it, you're you're going oh, and then he's got an, a nice loin sash thing yeah gold one gold gold llama yeah night no, you know you think well, that's that's not particularly um sort of uh threatening then you get the body and he's like a bit tubby mm-hmm. not that he's not he's not dave prowse is he is a, no. you know he's a bit tubby and then you get you get to the head which doesn't look like it's attached to the body at all. Well, it's not meant to be. Like you say, it's yeah. meant to be a helmet. There's meant to be a yeah. head within a head. That's why it's so big. I don't mind the size of the head. I, quite, I think that's oh, quite good to have a, 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 a creature who's... Yeah, a head far out of proportion to yeah. the body. But then you've got those terrible horns on the top. Yeah. The eyes are all right. But, yeah. I mean, as I say, if I before you said about the <laughs> phallus thing, in a photo, I don't mind it. But no, when it starts moving, that's yeah. when it all goes wrong for me. Well, well it's also, yeah, because the, 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 the guy playing it, or all of the guys playing these creatures, they're walking about. It's almost like, do you remember when, like, when comedians would do the Frankenstein monster, but all, yes. all they're based on is Bela Lugosi's when he was blind. Yes. So they're doing that weird arms akimbo thing. And they're sort of doing this, but they're also doing some sort of weird hand acting. <laughs> Yeah, it's this arm yeah. acting. That's what yeah. gets me. And it gets worse when we get into, you know, when we see three of them oh, together. Yeah. And yeah, you're absolutely right. It's Bella Lugosi, blind Frankenstein acting yeah. in massive platforms. The yeah. main Nymon, the Nymon that we've got here, Simon. Um, yeah, he's not an actor. Oh, what a surprise. He's you a dancer. Now, why do you hire a dancer yeah. to act as a creature... Unless they're going to do something in some form of dance yeah. moves, did they just think, oh, a dancer will be able to do another worldly type gesturing? Well, well yeah, I don't know, because, yeah, you would pay extra for a dancer. 
that's going to be more than just a stuntman or a, an extra, wouldn't you? You'd pay more mm-hmm. money for that. But then why put them in a costume that they couldn't possibly make any use of? I mean, there's, there is one worse uh, version of this, which is the Tractators from Peter Davison's story, where they hired dancers, but then they were just basically fiberglass shells, so you couldn't, they couldn't do anything, let alone mm. move. But this is, yeah... Do you, I'd love to know what the dancers thought. Because they would have rehearsed out of costume. Yeah. And maybe, did, and maybe not with the boots on. No. So so were they doing this in the rehearsals? Or were they doing something else and they got to the filming day and go, well, we can't do that in these costumes. Well, I'll do something. And it it's, just looks it's terrible. It's yeah. terrible. <laughs> As I say, I don't mind the, the voice. I don't understand all the growling all the time when he's no. alone. But they're not even—they're not even going. Grrr. They're saying the word "growl," aren't they? They're going, yeah. Growl, growl, growl. <laughs> That's what it says in the script. Yeah, but it's shut up. Um, I, I just, yeah, I—I I don't know what they were aiming at here. Here's the thing: Do you think Graham Crowden's performance is it because he's seen what he's up against with this Nymon, so therefore yeah, he's I, raising the hamminess of his? Uh, performance to match the hamminess of this, you know, almost blind dancer tottering around on platforms. I, my my personal thought on it is that 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 could be it, but my personal thought I think is the reason this all goes wrong is that these these actors and and he's he's a good actor, and I think he's doing something very conscious here, um, but I think they've got they've they've gone into this production, and I think the production is so slapdash and no one cares that you rapidly some actors will go down that I don't care either. they don't care I don't care mm-hmm. I think I think I think um, Graham Crowden is, is too good an actor I mean he was considered for the doctor at one point yeah. he's too good an actor to go down that route so I think he's 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 gone one of two ways he's gone with the if I overplay this to the hill and it's awful which I think it will be I can then claim, well, of course, we knew it was awful. Mm-hmm. Or, like you said, he's he's pitched his performance to match what's around what, him. Because can you imagine, not only with seeing this, but then seeing Tom Baker's style of acting at yeah, this point. Yeah, just what Tom Baker's doing, yeah. how wet and inept the tribute are, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, I, I just don't know how Lala Ward kept a straight face. Well, I know. I know. At this point, especially for this, like on the commentary, she she was quite angry about this production, wasn't she? That that it was so. Well, her and Tom Baker had had a massive falling out. They weren't speaking to each other at all, were they? No. Is this the? I think this is the story where he doesn't actually look at Romana. Yeah, you could be right, actually. Yeah, yeah. Tom Baker won't look at Lala Ward. I wonder if he pushed because they're separate for most of this show, aren't they? Maybe, maybe that was yeah. a conscious decision. Yeah, that's what I mean. A last-minute rewrite, right? Well, Separating. You know, keep, keep. Yeah. So at least we can get something out. I mean, what, whatever, whatever emotion she did channel, she channeled it professionally, and she's really good. She's brilliant in this. Mm. I, 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 I've got a huge, a huge liking of Romana too that I never used I, to have. I never had. I, no. I, I liked, I liked <laughs> Romana one. I didn't oh, like yeah, Romana yeah. two, um, but no, yeah, yeah. Um, well, Romana, she finds out that Soul Deed is the only scientist left on Skonos. Yes. And she, uh, again, she works really well with him. She's having 
no, none of his nonsense. No, no, no. Yeah. And he also built this labyrinth, this complex yes. for the Naimon, who had arrived after this, you know, civil war that they had had on yes. the planet, and he immediately started demanding tributes um, in exchange for the technology that eventually he's going to give them. Yes, I, I mean, this the the one Douglas Adams line that I think works in this, and it's probably because it's it's Romana and that play in it is where where they say about Soldi says he lives in the power complex, and she goes, "Well, that fits." Clever, mm, Cle- yeah. clever, clever, clever script in there. I tell you what's not clever, and it's the worst thing for me, even worse than that co-pilot, you know, even worse than the Nymon himself, and that's when we're back in the TARDIS. And the Doctor's trying to fix the TARDIS. Oh, and we and get a- major blood knocks sound effect LP. Now, apparently, Dick Mills said that he would overlay, and this is the quote, a serious sound effect yeah. over the flash charge that's just about to go off. But instead of getting a serious sound effect, and I'm going to put the sound effect in just about yeah. here, all right? Come on, old girl. Yes, we have Crackerjack sound effects. This is what you yeah. get in Crackerjack, not Doctor Who, for goodness sake. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I might, I, I'm pretty certain I might be wrong here, and if, if I am, I'm sure someone will point it out on Facebook. But I, I think this was a story where this was actually a goon show sound effect. It was uh, Major Blood Knock's stomach, mm-hmm. and it was right. kept on in the Grams library, and they used it. But that sort of sums it up, doesn't it? Yeah, well... I didn't know that. I didn't know that it yeah. might have been a goons thing. Yeah. It's just it's just a comedy, it's comedy sound, sound effect. effect. Yeah. yeah. This is when Benny Hill drives off the cliff and crashes at the bottom of the cliff or yes. whatever. Yeah. Um so anyway, Romana and the tribute are brought before Soldeed. Yes. And this co pilot says that Romana is a pirate. And uh, you know, that she killed she killed the captain that you know, uh, they knackered the ship and everything like that. Yeah. You know, and it, I, I love that. Sold, I love Soldi, but the, he's really good in this scene because he's he's doing the. So he shouts at Romana, and he's he's gained the confidence of the co-pilot, and he's allowing him to hang himself. He knows that he's Re- lying yeah. through his teeth, doesn't yeah, he? It's, re- it's really nicely acted. I just wish the co-pilot. Had uh, yes, acted as well, and it could have been a great. Scene. He says, doesn't he? I, I, yeah. I had to use two of the crystals to fix the yes, engines. Yeah. How, How did you do, did do, you do that? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I augmented the engines. Yeah. How did you do that? Yeah, <laughs> he's really good, and um, yeah, he banishes him into the uh, the 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 complex. But what I I think is is brilliant. I know what is, you're going to say. His legs are still sticking <laughs> out. <laughs> He had he hadn't gone far enough back, <laughs> no. and yes, yes, you can see his legs still yeah. sticking out the uh, CSO curtain. Oh you can dear, al- oh dear! You, yeah, you can almost see the actors looking and go, "Are they going to cut? They go, no, they're carrying on." Oh, this is yeah. what makes me think this is a rushed production. Yeah, they I didn't go. So. Uh, let's do well, that again, shall we? I think it's rushed, and also I think this shows that they just didn't care at this point. Well, we'll see in behind the scenes. A lot of people were coming to the end of their time on uh, yes. on, on Doctor yeah. Who, and, and I, I think this is coming across. It. Yeah, yeah. Well, certain, certainly Graham Williams did. Yeah, he knew that he was being replaced. There's a very peculiar scene next, which I always forget, which is when Soldeed goes and sees his mates. 
these strange older yeah, men. Yeah, the counsellors. Yeah. The counsellors who are just They're sat awful. in a room, yeah. who are awful. But he starts giving an almost Hitler-style rant yeah. about how the empire will, you know, be well, the, resurrected. Yeah, this, so we never really find out. I mean, <laughs> we're talking about the horns of Nyman, and we're worrying about world building. We never <laughs> find out what the political system is here because Soldied acts as a, a, a dictator. He's mm. got all the power. But then you're right, he goes to this presumably council of elders and he's trying to rally them. And it's very, yeah, very Hitler-esque. But I love at the end, he gives that thing. And as they're, as they're filtering out, half of them do that sort of salute thing to him. And, and yes. it's like almost kissing the ring of the Pope. But a load of them go, ah, I don't care. <laughs> it's half-hearted. Yeah. <laughs> um, that could be really cleverly done. It could be a mistake. I don't know. It could signify that that everything about this society is half-hearted. Yes. Yeah, that sums it up, doesn't it? we think, yeah. It might be. I think maybe we're yeah. giving it a bit too much credit. Yeah, um, possibly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Romana and, and you know... Yes, um, we, get, we see the inside of the maze properly yes, now, don't yeah. we? Where the walls right, keep yeah. moving around. And good, yeah, good it, idea, it, this. Yeah. It, it looks fine. I think we could have had more if... But then again, you need scene shifters that can move yeah. fast. Where you, you turn, you see that that's a corridor. You, the camera moves the other way, comes yeah. back, and suddenly, you know... I think they, they do it shut. twice, don't they? They do it here and they do it with Tom. And it works quite well, but there's quite a lengthy pause. Yes. Where you're thinking... They're watching the scenes. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah. Oh, they've done it. If it had been quicker, camera. it would yes, have been good. Yeah. yeah. And they find the husk of a past victim. Yeah, um, that's re- really good as well. I, I like... I mean, it doesn't quite work because the snap is too... When she touches it, the snap of them hitting the bottom of the thing is too hard. And well, the moves. whole table yeah. moves. Yeah. You know, It's obviously on a spring or something to yeah. really give it a knock, and it's too big a knock, too, really. Too isn't big it? a knock. And it, but other than that, it's a really nice, creepy scene. And like yes. I say, a lot of this is really would in a creepy episode would work so well. It's you know the 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 core is there, isn't it, for this story? The core is there. It could have been a classic. Yes. Um, it, perhaps this is one that does need remaking. Mm, mm. Um, next, we've got uh, uh, the Doctor being sent to Soldied. Soldied's yeah, well, in ta- his room, and the Doctor goes lands. in. And yeah. we've seen how tatty the interior is. Oh my goodness, how tatty is that exterior? Yeah, it, it, yeah, it all yeah needs rejuvenating, doesn't it? Needs burning on it. You know, needs burning. Okay. Yeah, but the two of them meet. These two yes. uh, um, um, larger than life characters actually finally meet. Yes, and they're trying to sort of out, out over each the other. top each other. Yeah. Ah, hello. I'm the doctor. The doctor. Yes. I just dropped in. Dropped in? Mm. You must be solid. I am. I thought so. Release it. Thank you. I say, that looks interesting. Very interesting. Having a little trouble with a neutrino converter? Neutrino converter? Neutrino converter. What do you know about such matters? Oh, I've seen similar things here and there. Oh, come now, Doctor. This is my invention. How very odd. How very extraordinary, then. You don't know what a neutrino conversion is. Did you know that someone's building a black hole on your doorstep? What? Yes. I got stuck in it, along with one of your spacecraft. Digging a black hole on my doorstep? Yes. A good thing I got stuck in it too, otherwise your ship would still have been there. So, it was you that rescued my ship? Yes, well, 
What a little help from my friend. Nice girl. I didn't suppose you'd seen her. Have you blonde about so big, always sticking her nose and things that don't concern her? Hmm? No, why should I have seen her? I just thought she was heading this way. I haven't any idea what you're talking about, Sorry. I searched that ship as you ordered, and I found this. Oh. Oh. No idea what I'm talking about. How do you explain that, Solid? What is it? It's my gravitic anomalizer from my TARDIS. Now where's Romana? Yeah. I think I think Soldeed comes off best because he's he's gone down the tack of just repeating everything Tom Baker's saying. Yes. I don't know whether that was scripted like that. I mean, certainly in the Tom Baker years, Tom Baker hints that that was Graham Crowden's uh, idea to do that sort of classic old just repeating stuff, but he was repeating it in such a way that was funny. He does um, repeat, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. You, you know, because he says... Do you know that, yeah, do you know there's a black hole in your uh, garden? Yeah. Black hole in our garden? Someone's digging yeah. a black hole on yeah. my doorstep, you know? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, he, he, he goes off, the doctor goes off. We've got that unaccustomed as I am to public speaking. Yes. I'm sure that's an ad lib as well. Yeah, that's um, a Tom ad lib. Um, yeah, the action here is, um, is awful. I mean, BBC never great in uh, studio fighting. And this is terrible. I do quite like the guns, though. I do like the flashbang and an overlaid effect. Right? It mm. work, works quite well. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. I, another thing I always forget in this story is we've got the Ark in Space set. Yes, yeah. that's true, yeah. yeah. So they had had that in versions. storage for, what, five years? Yeah, well, I suppose you don't, you know. The BBC at this time had massive storage warehouses, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, you had all the Acton yeah. stuff, didn't you? Yeah. Talking about Acton, that's where we see the aliens' floor panels up on the wall. Yay! As in Blake 7. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we have a very dire moment, and uh, we've got to think about this when we do our uh, scores later on, is when, you know, the co-pilot meets the uh, um, Nymon, and the Nymon want, needs to shoot him with the horns on his head, but because they're pointing up vertically, yeah, the Nymon has, to, has bend to bend over, over almost double to it's shoot like he's at just, him. He's like, he's like a cat presenting its ass. Oh, it's, good grief. They do this a lot, because the, the sets are obviously built for a normal-sized person, but because they put like the Nymon on a 12-inch platforms. He keeps having to bend down <laughs> to yes. touch anything. Yeah, He's not designed his own labs well. Uh, and we get the classic, which people always say this This is sort of the... As if this is the the, the error scene or the, the blooper scene in an otherwise perfect production is where the, the uh, co-pilot splits his trousers. Yes. But it's almost like that's nothing compared to the rest of the goofs in this. Well, it? oddly, it fits in, doesn't it? Yeah. Anywhere else, it'll be, oh, look at that, look at that. But, but yeah. in, in amongst like, all yeah. this, it's like, oh, whatever, you know. Oh, I don't know. Um, and shortly after he's been zapped, that's when the Doctor comes in. And um, yes. another terrible moment, the, the Matador bit with his little red kerchief. Yeah. Um, and more... And again, that's pure Tom Baker. Yes. You know yeah. that Tom Baker's gone, oh, it's a bull, we'll do some bullfighting. Mm. Not good, not good. Not good at all. Uh, we also see the Nymon by himself. He's putting these uh, crystals in his furnace with the most awful arm acting, you know. Yes. It's, it's just yeah. terrible. Well, it's like you say, he's not, if he was a dancer, he's not an actor. Um, but I love the, the Nymon's furnace. It's so pathetic, isn't it? Mm. 
you know, oh, terrible. Dear. I put in my notes here at this point, uh, however bad this is, it's much more enjoyable than a leisure hive. I don't know what I was thinking there, but <laughs> I, I think that's true. We'll have to put them alongside each other. Yeah. Um, and and the, it's at that point the Doctor realises that they are in a giant positronic circuit. Oh, but we've forgotten the... Um... The, the Tom's line, which is just possibly the worst line in this program, which is saying something where he comes in and says, Nyman, are you terribly fierce? Oh, yes. What yeah. the hell? At what point would the director not go, come on, Tom? Yeah. I reckon the director was just had, had, a, had a fag and his feet up. He was going, it's, yeah, it's last and now he's down the season. pub. Yeah, I'm off to, I'm off to another program next, uh, next week, so do what he likes. Yeah. Well, we've also here, here we've got the Doctor calling K-9 on his dog whistle, which yes. somehow K-9 manages to hear while in the TARDIS. And of course, outside the TARDIS, you've got Soul Deed and his men trying yep. to get into the TARDIS. And that's when K-9 comes out. Yeah, you get, um, again, some, uh, Soul Deed and his, uh, his henchman guy, they work so well together. So he's going... Um, you know, should we try and break in? And he's so he's going. No mysterious boxes like this. You know, can kind of have booby traps. It's it's brilliant. It's I, I could listen to these two all day. He hasn't got a clue, Soul Deed. He, no, he, he's he, lovely. He can't he's, back yeah. up his genius at all. He's um, he's literally me at work. No <laughs> idea what's going on, but just be a bit confident. You've got to start dressing like that then I when you go do, to yeah, work. That yes. I do like Graham in this. You know, shortly yeah. after he has that fight with K um, Nine. He breaks the fourth wall. He looks straight into camera and says, I play the Nymon on a long string, he goes. Yes. yes. Yeah. Gosh, oh, well, yeah. hammering home that, uh, that uh, Minotaur uh, Yes, oh, I'd never thought there, about that. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And then we've got K-9 taken apart. Soldid has yep. taken him apart. Um, the complex starts pulsing. I now, I love the fact that they totally disable K9 by putting them on a table. Yes, yeah. and then up, the side falls it? off. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, later on, K9 it says to his goes, yeah, henchman, to "Take me down, down off the it, table." Yeah. <laughs> a useless thing. Yeah. Um, so the complex starts pulsing. Um, yes, the egg boxes. Yeah. Yes, and apparently there's meant to be cheering from the people we never ever see. And that's yeah. why you have that shot of, you know, Sol Deed and, and his lieutenant looking all ecstatic because they're meant to be hearing the, the cheers of the populace, you know. Yes. But they never bothered putting that in. Didn't bother putting that on. I, in my notes at this point, I've put, who thought this was a good idea? <laughs> it's, mm, well, it's going to get even worse now because Sol Deed yeah. goes into the labyrinth and yes. that's where we find that the Nymon has made this big ball appear, right? And it's a hyperspatial ton of tunnel via black holes. And out of it comes two more Nymons. And, you know, yeah. bad enough as it is when you've got one Nymon, they sway about as well. Um, and I did see that the reason that they sway around and they do this arm acting thing is not the fact that they're tottering around on 12-inch heels and can't see a bloody thing. It was to try to make them look less like men in suits. Yeah, that works. It works. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yes. I mean, a couple of lines about uh, well, the gravity on this planet's a bit weird, isn't it? That would that would have done me. You yeah, know? you're you're not I accustomed to it yet, or something. Yeah, yeah. it will take you time to adjust, brother. Yes. Um, in I suppose you've got to go with the fact that in an infinite universe, 
these aliens are just as likely as the alien in Alien. Mm. So, so you could go down the route that the Nyman is as realistic as the alien, but I think you'd be pushing it. You would be pushing it. Mm. Um, yeah, it is amazing to think about, you know, science fiction-wise. This is out the same time, you know, they're making this the same time Alien mm. is out in theatres. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think I've said before, at this point, I'd given up watching Doctor Who because um, this uh, pro- programme called Buck Rogers was on. Uh, and it's just sh- even shocking comparing this, this tawdriness to... Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Weird, weirdly, I think this is now aged better than Buck Rogers in that you can enjoy this as a so bad it's good type mm. thing. Whereas but a lot of Buck Rogers episodes are now just boring as hell. Um, so perhaps they did know what they were doing. I'm still trying to plough through the box set. And yeah, oh, it's a chore, maybe it? once a month I, I, yeah. I, I might fancy watching one, you know. You go, little... it can't be as bad as as the last one I watched. So, and then you watch it and you go, oh... Yeah, the other day, it's like, oh, this one's got Jamie Lee Curtis in it. It can't be that yeah, bad. It can't be that God, bad. what a slog. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we Weirdly, were, see, we were less two, demanding yeah. then. We were a lot less demanding. Well, we didn't have much to compare it to, did we? No, well, you had this to compare it to. Yeah, yeah you watched that. <laughs> well, weirdly, season two, which is high camp for Buck Rogers, I find more enjoyable now. I haven't watched it, yeah. since it since its transmission. Uh, maybe I'll have to give it a go. I think you should give it. It develops a sort of sense of humour. You and I have got to talk Buck Rogers on Effectively Speaking at yeah, some point. We, should we do, really yeah. do. Yeah. Anyway, back First on track. Episode. Let's get back to this ball, shall we? Oh, yes. This yeah, giant the ball. ball. The ball ball. Not the ball ball that sways around no, no, on, not, on hills. Yeah. The ball. The big the round ball. ball. The balls emerge from the ball. The ball's ball. <coughs> yeah, yeah, the ball's ball. The Romana gets in the ball's ball and the ball vanishes. Who uh, Yeah. And the, um, there's a lot of aircraft bits in this lab, aren't there? I've yes. Yeah. Aircraft throttles and stuff. Yeah, they've been uh, down the scrapyard, haven't they? Well, do, you, do you think that, that the, the designer for this met the designer... It was Roger Christian for Roger Christian. Alien. Yeah. And he, they were down the pub and he says, what are you building your sets out of now, Roger? And he goes, well, aircraft parts, of course. It looks amazing. And he's Ooh. gone, I could do that. Yeah. But with no talent. Yes. <laughs> I'll just stick it to the wall. No, 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 you've got to disguise it. I'll just stick it to the wall. On a little aside, Roger Christian uh, liked one of my model uh, things that really? I put up on Instagram yesterday. Oh, like that's good. That. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's all right. Yeah. That's uh, good, good praise indeed. Dan. Indeed, high praise. Yeah. Anyway, episode four. Oh, because, yeah, uh, the ball's ball vanishes, yes, and that's, that's when Sol D comes in and blows up the controls, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah, the um, you can tell again. You can tell this was a bit of a rush job, running short. The 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 episode recaps are quite long, aren't they? Well, yes. Uh, episode three ran short, but episode yeah. four is far too long, and I don't understand that because we're going to talk about it shortly. The uh, the running down the labyrinth near the end when the countdown's yeah. happening goes on yeah, far it goes too on forever, long. Yeah, Cuts but yeah, episode four is far far too long. It's uh, I think it's a proper twenty five minutes yeah. without credits, you know. Um, but that one starts where Romana arrives on this Krinoth, which is at the other end of yes. this hyperspatial tunnel. Now, the, these, I, this episode, I must have watched. Perhaps Buck Rogers was particularly dull that week. I saw this episode, and I remember being quite... Not scared, but I, I thought the, these scenes with Romana on the other world worked really well. Because, of course, I hadn't seen what was leading up to it. Mm. 
so I went in blind. And I remember really liking these scenes and that they're that they're well lit and it's creepy. Mm. Um, and then the Nyman appeared. And then the Nymons come along and yeah, yeah. Back on Skonos, we have a line, I'm going to try and say it, I think this is a Douglas Adams line, where the Doctor goes, Oh, my gravitic anomalizer. Yes. And bulges his eyes because he's got this ball. He's got a ball as well in his yeah, pocket. Yeah, he's got a ball. Well, he's, this is, so when he left the TARDIS, the only thing that was working was the gravitic anomalizer. Mm-hmm. And it appears that the gravitic anomalizer can do anything. Even though, presumably, it merely makes gravity and it deals with anomalous gravity, I I think, judging by its title. Yeah. We we haven't mentioned that, you know, Soldeed was actually knocked out, wasn't he? He was shot by Seth. And as Tom is bulging his eyes and talking about gravitic anomalizers, Soldeed blatantly escapes behind them, gets up and goes away, and nobody notices. Yeah. 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 If it uh, if they'd have uh, if they'd have had him going yoinks as he went out, that, yeah, that would have that might have been perfectly. something. Yeah, yeah. Um, Romana is saved by Cezom. Yes, who uh, is the the soldied equivalent? Yes, and slightly of course, less campy. Yeah, well, of course, that's Victoria's father, isn't it? The 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 actor is um, Victoria's father from um, Evil with the Daleks. Is that her first one? Oh, um, oh, what, Edward Waterfield. The, yes. The actor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. No. I, I'm. I'm not surprised you don't. He looks very haggard, and he's got some sort of strange turban thing on, hasn't he? But yeah. No. That's yeah. Victoria's dad. Oh well. There you go. Bless yeah. him. Everyone is dead, apart from him, and it's all his yes. fault. He worked for the Nymons. Yes. Uh, and he says that they promise peace and posterity, um, exactly the same as what we've got on uh, Skonos. Um, yes. Down to there's. Th- only one of them arrives to begin with, and then they're like locusts. They go from planet to planet, which um, is a great, a great idea. Yeah, this is a really creepy, great idea. And again, can you imagine if these had been more insect-like locusts or something like that? Um, I, I also thought they perhaps could have done it in an inferno way, and had had the Romana go in uh, in an earlier episode to see this, because then that gives us some some sort of background as to what could happen on Skonos. Yes. Um, it's far too late in the story just to do anything worthwhile with it. But it's really, I like these sequences. I think these are some of the best sequences in the program. Other mm. than the fact that when the nine, various Nymans get shot, they can't fall over too well. Oh dear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're trying to protect the paper mache yeah. heads, aren't yeah. they? He doesn't last long. He has to hold them no, off, doesn't he? And, 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 and he gets crappily shot. Yeah. Um, He's worked out that if you put a special crystal in the scepter, it stuns the Nymans. Yes. I've I've got here underlined <coughs> on each word, terrible, terrible arm acting when, oh, they, yeah. when they shoot him. Um, Soldeed, meanwhile, um, finds out that there's three Nymon. I like Graham Crowden's face when he realised yeah. there's much mugging coming from Graham. You, can, you can see at that point his brain snapped, doesn't it? He can't. Yeah. He just can't handle it yeah this amount of bull in one program there's a lot of bull in this sequence because romana comes back and we get this terrible chase around that control room hiding behind yeah. the oh, computer banks is, yeah. and stuff i mean I, I i forgive doctor a lot of times because the sets are quite small um they had to work with what they got on but this is so blatantly pantomime this is the, the kids would be shouting out 
the Nyman's behind you. Or mm. in this case, Tom Baker's behind you. And the Nyman could turn around and go, oh, no, he's not. He's behind you. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's shocking. It's shockingly bad. Yeah. Um, K9, K9 comes in and saves the day. And yeah. uh, Deed is almost at the end of his uh, life now. I do like the line he gives to Romana, you meddlesome hussy. Oh, yeah, I love that. You meddlesome hussy. A hussy? This is a time lady, mate. Yeah, it's a very old-fashioned word even then, wasn't it? Hussy. Yes. But anyway, he's going to meet his end here, and this is the somewhat infamous uh, death scene of Soul Deed, isn't it? You, you meddlesome hussy, do not touch the sacrifices. It's all over, Soul Deed. You're finished. No, the Nyman will fulfill his great promise. The Nyman be praised. The Nyman be praised. How many Nymons have you seen today? Don't dare blaspheme the Nyman. How many? Skonos will. How many Nymons? Three. I have seen three. Well, I've just seen a whole lot more rampaging down the corridor. Face it, Soldid, you're being invaded. He said he was the only one, the last survivor of his race. He told you what you wanted to hear, promised you what you wanted to have. So this is a great journey of life. They're parasitic nomads who've been feeding off your selfishness and gullibility. My dreams of conquest. <laughs> You have brought this calamity upon me! You've brought it on yourself! You will die for your interference! Stop him! You... You are all doomed! Get the others out of here. But they're dead. No, they're not. They're just penalised. Can I get them out quickly? I think this is this is Graham Crowden thinking. I got nothing to lose here. They're not going to do a second take. I'm going to take the piss. Well, because there's sh- no yeah, there's no, no excuse for this. There is an excuse. No. Apparently, there is an excuse, and well, that is that gra- crack cocaine. No, Graham Crowden apparently thought yeah. that that was a camera rehearsal, and that ah, wasn't the right, actual okay. take. And he's just laughing because he's just having fun with it. And yeah. how, how ridiculous is oh, this? Oh man, really? That yeah. explains so much. Because because I, I I like I say I, I respect him as an actor. I like him as an actor, but I thought this was a misjudge. Okay, that just exonerates him in my eyes. That's, again, an example of the utter disdain that the production crew had for the programme at this point. Or or they were just massively behind schedule that they couldn't afford to do another take. Or, or yeah, they just went, yeah, that'll do. That's that's the air you get from it. Oh, that'll do. Yeah, that'll do. No one's watching at this point. Who cares? Well, everyone's given up because there's a countdown now. The whole complex is going to blow up. And they literally walk down the corridors. There's no running. There's no urgency. Well, they can't. I mean, this is a classic example of you can't go to you can't go more than a, a mild pace because canine can't go that fast. Plus, the set will run out if and you run too far. Out. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> but it all this bit now is interminable. Isn't yeah, it, the Nymons all wake up at the same time. You know, they're walking yeah. down this corridor and keep getting lost. They're having to use canine, and it just drags on far, far too long before we get to the actual explosion at the end. Yeah, it. You could cut all this. And it would improve the program. I mean, some people might say you could cut the entire program and it would improve the program, but <laughs> that's cruel. 
But and and that's it. I mean, it blows up. Yeah. We don't see the Doctor and Romana saying goodbye to Seth and well, Tika the, and all the yeah, others. Yeah, the, the story doesn't so much end as just fizzles out, doesn't it? It's like as if they go, oh, do you know what? Pubs are open. It ends on quite an intelligent line where the Doctor says, uh, well, at least they're in a white spaceship. Yeah. Um, I remember that mistake last time, which is a reference is, to the yeah, Minotaur myth. That's it. Yeah, it's a nice reference it? that, but but only works. It only works in context. If earlier in an episode they would have signified that the rest of the the setup for that, so um, uh, Seth has promised the king that he will kill the Minotaur, and they'll know not to attack the Skonos ship that comes back. He'll colour it white. Yes, you haven't got that build up. So no. Tom's line about, oh, at least I told him to paint it white. Why did you do that? Why were they painting the spaceship white? Yeah, it if, makes you don't no know, sense in the if you don't know yeah. the Theseus and Minotaur myth in and out, if you're not a historian <laughs> or something like that, you're not going to get the, the joke, no. are you? And and I'm I'm pretty certain that by this point in the story, most scholars had given up watching. <laughs> uh, I think so, yes, yeah. 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 And that's it. That's the Horns of Naimon over. They yeah. end up with all those, you mentioned Buck Rogers, very Buck Rogers disco lights in, yeah. in, in the tubes that they tended to use a lot on that show. And uh, yeah, the, the TARDIS is all fixed and that's the end of it. It's the end of an era. End of an era, yes. Doctor Who would never be the same again. No, and you know, on the, on, on the uh, basis of this, it needed to change, didn't it? Yes, so, yeah. There's, right. there's a few there's a few areas in Doctor Who where it came perilously close to being axed, mm. um, and I have to say, mostly for the right reasons. Mm. Um, and this, yeah, this was a point where they, they they wanted to give it one last chance, and the idea was to give it. To, I mean, weirdly, to give it to uh, an ex floor manager, John yes. Nathan Turner. Um, but on the proviso that he he has carte blanche to change anything, and this is the point where Tom Baker pulled again the no 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 J and T we're not doing that otherwise I leave and he went okay I accept your resignation and mm. the BBC backed him fair dues to him should oh, have done it a year Tom. ago yeah 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 yeah, yeah. hence yep. Tom being pissed off for season eighteen <laughs> and not, not that. bothering to hide it yeah, yeah. well. Apparently, people, Graham Williams especially, didn't like this story. They didn't particularly want to do this story. They had, a, yeah. yet again, you know, just an absence of usable scripts. Um, but do you know what? There's nothing wrong with the story. No. There's, uh, I've heard this a few times that, that no one wanted to do it because the script was terrible. Do you know what, mate? The script isn't the bad thing here. It's what everything else. What you did with it <laughs> is terrible. I, I, I do think this is the shoddiest production team that the program ever had. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of, no, I, I don't think anyone at this point that was working behind the scenes wanted to work on the program, and right. it shows. Well, they were kind of hoping that nobody would really remember this story because the next yes. story after this was going to be Sharda. Yes. Right? And if that had happened, if, if this season had ended on Sharda, maybe Horns of Nyman might have been forgotten. Yeah, this this could have been the uh, the time flight of its era, the the oh oh this is the cheap story. I I mean it isn't. The rest of the season looks awfully cheap. But the trouble is that relies on Sharda being 
a great story to end on. Mm. And for for a lot of, for a long time in fandom, Sharda was spoken of in hushed terms, wasn't yeah. it? As the classic that was lost to them damn lefty unionists. Um, and it's not. It, it's, it'll be just as bollocks as the rest of the season. Mm. Yeah. And you can see that. Yeah, indeed. Um, what have I, else have I got here? Yes, the Nymon costumes. Well, yes. what a surprise. It was a rush to get them done. You surprise me? Yeah. Uh, Ro- Roger Oldhamstead, who designed them, said that they were always meant to look artificial rather than natural. I don't believe that. I don't no, believe I don't that believe for one that. minute. No. Um, and like we said earlier, it was the Nymon's face was meant to be a head within a head. Yeah. Because the Nymon can't bear to look at themselves. Nice see. little touch, yeah. Yeah. And another little uh, snippet I found is that uh, they were supposed to have glass eyes, the Nymons. Glass eyes, but the switch happened yeah. two days before filming. They took the glass eyes out and put what we saw. But what do they mean by glass eyes? Do they mean like... I think, I think you were meant to see that there was a, a face a, inside. A face inside. Oh, yeah. uh, I was thinking about glass eyes as in artificial eyes. I mean, <laughs> big, human style big googly eyes. eyes. Actually, the, the, the Nymon with comedy googly eyes probably would work quite well yes better than this yeah um the main nymon as i say was a dancer by the name of robin sheringham okay he hasn't done much at all other than dancing and the voice is clifford norgate um he of nightmare he played um hordris in nightmare yeah yeah that's him wow yeah um i've met him have you yeah, he was at one of the cons. So you have a connection to Horns of Nine. Yeah. I should have punched him. <laughs> no, he's alright. Well, no, his voice is all right. Yeah, yeah. I thought of you. This Very li- This little nugget here. Soldeed's costume was a chiffon sari quilted onto velvet. Fair it is. I like. I quite like his costume. It's it's very over the top, uh, but suits his character. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I like the design of it. Yeah. Um, I do like the st- his staff as well. I keep meaning to make one. I do like that staff. It is rather smart, yeah. yes. Um, now, during filming of this, uh, Graham Crowden, Tom Baker and Lala Ward went to Leicester Square to see Alien. Funny, right. Oh, funny. God, they must... Imagine that. Yep. We're, we're, we're in the, the BBC's premier top-of-the-range sci-fi show. Let's go and see this new film. Oh... Now, now, now imagine it's 79, Ian, and you're in Leicester Square and you're going to see Alien. Yeah. You've been along to Forbidden Planet and you've got your, your, your book and the making of and you're all keyed up. And you yeah. go in, you sit down, it's like, oh, bloody hell, down there, that's Tom Baker and Lala Ward. This is going to be good. Yeah. How would you feel if during the film, suddenly, rather loudly, Tom Baker starts doing a running commentary on what uh, he I thinks mean, about the film? I mean, it depends. If... If I realised it was Tom Baker and I was a fan, I might go. I actually I can watch this film again, but I can listen to Tom Baker. But uh, I can imagine that I would also complain because Alien is a film that's worth watching. Yeah, and if this is the very first time you've seen Alien and you've yeah. got the Doctor ruining in it yeah. by doing was, a commentary on it, there was there's definitely I do like Tom Baker, but there's definitely a um, a bully about him, isn't there? There's an he's, arrogance. Yeah, an arrogant. An arrogance and a, a bully factor, um, which, yeah, does doesn't. He's eccentric, doesn't but well. but sometimes being eccentric yeah. isn't a good thing, you know. No, there's but, eccentric, and then there's just being 
a rude person, you know. Yeah, because apparently the reason he was doing this commentary was he felt that the crew of the Nostromo were deathly dull, and he decided to do a commentary because he reckoned they were so boring they would have bored the alien to death. So he thought he would, like, you know, just spice things up a bit and, so, and lighten things up a bit. Do you think... So he would have enjoyed it more if they'd have mugged to the camera and... Mm. And when when uh, when Ash's head is on the table, if Parker would have tried to give him mouth to mouth, yeah. And when the Nostromo blows up at the end, um, the oil refinery blows up at the end, you have uh, the comedy explosion yeah. sound effect. <laughs> of course, yeah. that would make it so much better. Yes. That would have that would improve it. I I don't understand this. I've read so many reviews of the time of Alien where people go. The, the characters are so boring. I don't... What, I, I've never the same ever got film? that. I've never ever got that. Yeah. Unbelievable. I love... I love the characters in Alien. Yeah. Well, probably yeah. my favourite film. Yeah. And yeah, this story was the end for a lot of things. It was Graham Williams' last uh, yep. Doctor Who uh, producing thing. Final script to be edited by Douglas Adams. Uh, it's the final story in which David Briley voices K9. It's the the final time the Doctor Who theme um, by Delia Derbyshire, the 67 version, was done. It was the end of the diamond-shaped series logo and the uh, slit-scan tunnel opening sequence. It was the last time we saw the classic Tom Baker wardrobe, the classic scar. And it's the last image. It's the last opening credit image of Tom Baker. That's true. Uh, in that one, yeah. And it was the last story to be scored by Dudley Simpson as well. Yeah, it really is the end of a... Because Doctor Who, usually there's a crossover point in there between different... We, we break it up into eras, but there's usually a bit of a crossover point. But this is such a harsh... I, 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 didn't, watch, I didn't watch season 18 when it was on. Like I said, I'd given up on Doctor Who at this point. Um, I would love to know what a fan would have made of the changes mm. because it's a it, it's, it's it's a different program isn't it afterwards yeah, yeah. Um, I, I must admit I find most of season 18 incredibly unwatchable because it's so po-faced but you can see why that knee jerk everything yeah. is now serious it was a reaction to something yeah. like this yeah I've got one more uh, piece of information uh, and I've held yeah. it back to the end because you're going to be amazed by this about right, the Horns okay. of Nymon. You ready? The viewing figures go for on. Horns of Nymon. Right, part one. Ready? Yep. Are you ready? Are you sitting down? I'm sitting. Yeah, I'm sitting down. Yeah. Okay. Part one: six million viewers. Right. Res- respectable. Yeah. Yeah. Part two: eight point eight. Two more million viewers. Yeah. Heard about? Have you seen the latest Doctor Who monster? It is pathetic. Come and have a look. All right. That part three: yeah. nine point eight million. So okay. after watching two episodes, another million people came along. Yep. Part four, 10.4 million viewers. Okay. Now, at this point, there was an ongoing ITV strike, wasn't there? Ah, so, the strike. Yeah. Ah. So All right, got that's stuff what like, it is. <laughs> yeah, so I think four, 14 million viewers for um, City of Death. Good story. That's not... a people always go look at no there was nothing on the other side and the ITV strike was continuing throughout this season so ah, I'd forgotten about the ITV yeah. strike because how I else can you explain yeah. after watching yes. part yeah. one to get 4.4 4 million more exactly, viewers yeah. over four weeks um, 
I think this this is high praise for this story that people thought it's better than nothing. Mm. You know, the, the Horns of Nyman, it's better than watching a blank screen. Horns of Nyman is better than nothing. Just about sums it up, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Although, having just run it into the ground, <laughs> uh, I do adore this story. It's it's unbelievable, cheesy, campy fun. If you can get past, <laughs> and this is a weird thing to say, if you can get past Tom Baker. Mm. I think Tom Baker is at his most unprofessional in this one, and it, it almost offends me. I'm not an actor, but it offends me that people had to work with him at this point. Mm. Um, mm. But if you watch it with him in as the companion yep. and Lala Ward Romano as the doctor, oh my God, she's she's the best doctor we never had. Yeah. And that is a, we did, we, yeah. That's a really nice way of uh, putting yeah. it. All right. Well, that's a, a nice full stop to uh, the discussion of the show. Before we go, we've got to do the rating, of course. Oh, yes, yes. And we're, doing, th- we're doing both, aren't we? We're, do- we're doing the yeah. Nymon and Soldeed because Soldeed. he is an adversary. This is Doctor Who adversaries, and we have two adversaries in this, yes. don't we? We have Soldeed and the Nymon. Who do you well, want to go first? Well, we thought, we thought for the listener that, that it wasn't particularly good value for money to just have the Nymon, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. You have to bulk it up with something. Um, let's do let's do Soul Deed first. All right. Let's keep the name on to last. So design wise, visually, what do you give Soul Deed? Um, I give him a solid seven. Mm-hmm. I do. I like his look. I like his scepter. I like his big collars. It's very a lot of big collars in Doctor, isn't there? Yeah. He would have fitted well on the Draconian homeworld, wouldn't he? That's a good point. Yeah. 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 Um, I join you in that seven. All right. Yeah. So, so he he gets a seven. That means, on design, he's the same as the Vord, and the Web Planet uh, version of the Yeti. Uh, Web of Fear. Web of Fear. Why, why I have I put Web, Web Planet? Have you done the Zabi with someone? It wasn't. Why me. on earth have I put Web Planet? Web of Fire. Uh, Web of Fear. I'm sorry. I'm tired. Web well, of you, Fear. Version. It was your birthday yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, you, I'm still slightly. Yeah, I'm still. Yes. Yeah, I'm still slightly. Yeah, uh, heady. You um, should have watched. You should have watched Hordes of Nyman while you were drunk. I should have done. Oh, that would be an amazing. Done an audio thing. commentary yeah. to it like that. <laughs> no, I might. I might have done. Used a lot of expletives. That's true. You might you be know. going. That oh. Nyman is my best friend. Is I try not to. All right. Yeah. So if Soldi got a seven for the design, what does he yeah. get for uh, effectiveness? Effective. Um, I. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. This is. This is purely personal choice. I'm gonna pop him up to seven and a half. Because I, I absolutely enjoy. Other than that final shot, and the fact that you've told me that was that wasn't the actor's conscious choice, that was him mucking about because mm-hmm. he thought it was a rehearsal. That that's redeemed everything in that. So I'm yeah, seven and a half. I do I love his portrayal. I, I could watch it all day. I, I sort of wish he had become the doctor. I can't remember which when he was which doctor he It was the fourth. He was, was it the fourth for the yeah. fourth, yeah. Yeah. What what sitcom did he go on to do? It wasn't. What he, was it? He's like a teacher or a professor. He's yeah, like, what yeah, is that? Yeah, quite Matt sarcastic, Matt. isn't he? Yeah. Oh, God. Someone will tell I can, us. I can, yeah, somebody will, or we could have yeah, a look we on could look IMDb it we could later. Google it. Well, I could, but my computer's dying. Yeah, and I've got a headache. Yeah. Um, all right, <laughs> so... Can't be bothered, all right. to be honest. Well, I, I kept him at seven. Yep, fair enough. All right. So, hang on, I've got to do my maths now. So, that was 7.25, all right... Um, and that puts him exactly in the same place as the empty child. 
There's wow. two together, isn't oh, it? Oh, that would be amazing. Empty yeah, yeah. child, are you around? <laughs> <laughs> so, so if we round that up, he actually gets a 7.13 as an wow. adversary, okay? Which puts him just, blimey, just slightly above the Axon Monster okay. and the Vampires of Venice and Tim Shaw and wow. Sontaran Strax. Wow. Well done, Soldeed. That's not bad for Soldeed. Above right, yeah. the Axon Monster. Yeah. The Chow Main Monster. I, 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 I think a lot of our listeners are going to disagree with us on this one. <laughs> this might really be the point do. everyone starts turning yeah. off. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's it then. That's Soul Deed. Yeah. Now we've got the Nymon. So we've got to go back to design for the design <sighs> of the Nymon. Um, I, I think it's a, a... I don't know what they were thinking of. I think it's a terrible design. I'm, I'm saying that. I've not seen... I, I might have seen it, but I can't remember whether there's any like production drawings of what they wanted it to be. But I can only assume that it turned out vaguely like what they wanted. But the design we see on screen is um, three, three at best. A three? Okay. No, two. A I'm two. two. <laughs> Are you sure? You yeah, don't want two. To, you don't want to change any more. No, no, I'm going with two. I, I momentarily was giving them the benefit of the doubt, but then I remembered the cock and balls on the face. See, two. see, my score uh, might have gone a bit higher if I didn't know about the cock and ball face, you know. Really? Um, you've given it a two. I kept it at five, okay? Really? Wow. Which is average. No, five is average, right? And I like the giant's head. Average? Do you think Well, I suppose, yeah. I, and the loincloth's yeah. all right. I mean, if you look at a, a full-length photo... <laughs> there's, a, there's a line I never thought I'd hear. <laughs> but the other thing is, I, I tell you what I like yeah. about the head is when you see it from the back, okay, it doesn't always join the spine, no. but I like the way it curves round at the back. Yeah, it's, it's a nice bulge. Again, <laughs> if, if it was meant to be a... Yeah. We're talking balls oh and God. bulges balls, and... bulges and... Phalluses and... <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, if, if it had been a helmet, that bulge would have sort of made sense as life support or something. If it had been a helmet, you're saying? Yeah. Oh, God. This is just horribly... It's degenerating, sexual, isn't yeah. it? Yes, yeah. Well, that gives him, uh, for design, three and a half. Okay. That puts him above the Empty Child and Sontaran Store. Yeah. So, uh, at least he beats Store. Oh, De Derek Dedman. Derek Dedman, yeah. He, yeah, the Nymon beats Derek Dedman. All right. That's a story I'd watch. <laughs> but who would win? Okay. Oh, God. So, but now we've got effectiveness. God. I mean, I gave it a slow score, didn't I? And I think its effectiveness is abysmal. I, I think all this army waving, tootling about, bending over to shoot your guns. <laughs> um, a one. A one is all I can give it. That is exactly what I've given him. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's terrible, isn't it? It's awful. It's, I mean, it, I don't know. Would if it, if it had moved mysteriously and and dark, you know, dark lighting effects, and I, I think the design might have just squeaked through. But yeah, it's it's adding a terrible performance to a, a shoddy design. It's, right. Well, he gets a one then for effectiveness, yeah. which puts him right alongside the uh, CGI werewolf. That we had in yeah, the David Tennant yeah. story, right? Um, That's sort of he is the he is the equivalent of a poor CGI effect, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's the the physical equivalent. Yeah, and that gives him an adversary rating of two point two five, right? Right. Um, and 
Is that above? Am I, uh, am I right Derek? about that? No, hang on a second. Yes, yeah, two point two. No, it it puts him in third lowest place, just above the werewolf and Sontaran store. So yeah, he beats okay. Derek. All right. Which is, I think that's fair. Yes. I yeah. Think that's fair. Derek right. is going to be our assassinator type rating, isn't he? Well, well who's going to? Well, looking at it, right. Um, he's not always at the bottom. Oh, Sontaran store. Okay. In an adversary, he's got 1.75. Below him is the Axon human. You well, know, the ping pong ball eyes yeah. and the gold, gold, gold wig. You know, yeah. this is getting to be a rum old bottom of the list, though, isn't it? Oh, it's, we're going to have some stinkers yeah. down there, aren't we? Yeah. But are we going to have a stinker next week? I think I not don't know. I for don't next know what, week. I, I've been racking my brains trying to think of what Peter Davison's story you might go with, and I, I literally can't tell. I have one, one that I thought you might go with. Mm-hmm. Which do I? Do you want me to guess it? Uh, yeah, uh, do you want a clue or not? Do you want to guess without no, a clue no, and then I'll give you a clue? No, without a clue, and then if I'm wrong, I'll guess with a clue. So I think you might go for the malice in The Awakening. Wrong. Oh. <laughs> All right. Here's, here's your clue. Let's see if you can get it from the clue. Um, it's another lone human. Another Mar- lone human. Much so like, you know, drink. Marvik Chen um, yeah. was a lone human. I've chosen another lone human. Oh, right. Oh, well, there's a few to choose from, isn't there? Um, no, you're, you're going to have to tell me. Hang on, is it Morgus in... Or Showers Jack in Caves of Androzani? You can't choose two, you've got to choose one. Uh, Showers Jack. Correct. Yay! Showers Jack is our next yeah. one. All right. Oh, well. Because I thought after the Nymon, we might need to have a bit of a palate cleanser. <laughs> Um, so let's it, let's it look at the Phantom of the Opera. Monster in it. Oh. Yeah, but we're talking about Shara's Jack. But I, That's yeah, true. we could get the monster. Yeah, we, 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 shall we do the monster as well? We'll think about yeah, effectiveness we'll, we'll and design in, of, yeah. of. Is it? Um, I haven't watched it for. It begins with M, doesn't it? The bat magma creature. beast. Magma beast. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, we're off to the ca- caves of Androzani and uh, Peter's last story. Oh wow! Next Excellent. time. It's All good, right. Good. Well, wait. I'll, I mean, no, I don't say anything. Story, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but how good do you how think of it? it? And yeah. how Does good it stand do, do I think When was the last time you watched it? Oh, I would have watched it with my son when he was yeah. um, into uh, Doctor Who. Oh, but it's got to be five years, something like that, since I last saw it. Yeah, so, all right. Well, join us next time. Where we, yeah. Excellent. We're going to do a Phantom of the Opera um, yeah. homage. So, we, so we've gone, we've gone the wrong way around. We, instead of sublime to ridiculous, we've gone from ridiculous to the sublime. Mm. Yeah, but you can take us back to the ridiculous after that. I might. Yeah, I might. Because we're in <laughs> Colin Baker, and there's a lot yeah. of ridiculous in there's that. A lot, a lot of. Uh, yeah, that presents many opportunities. That does. Yes. Yeah, so you've got a week to watch Caves of Androzani and yeah. a week to think of your Colin Baker choice. Excellent. All right. Okay, uh, thanks anyone who is still with us. I mean, yeah, people might have just us, turned yeah. off in disgust that we're yeah. actually liked some aspects of the thing. But uh, yes. there you go. Personal views only, these. Yeah, these are all know, We're not views. saying that it's this, that, or the other. Yeah, Yeah. if you if you disagree, let us know on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Or, or via a personal uh, note written out of newspaper type delivered through <laughs> Eric's door. <laughs> Always through mine, yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you, Ian. Nice one. Well, thank you very much. See you next time. Right. Bye bye. Bye.